Man, I'll tell you what. The Panthers have not won a Super Bowl in my lifetime, or ever really. But I think I know how it feels when your team wins a Super Bowl. And I think you do too, Tony, because good lord, in August, we picked the Rams and the Rams came through. Oh, it felt so good. I felt like I won a championship. I think I have a ring now. I, I need to get a ring made, if anything. How do you feel, Tony? Uh, it felt pretty electric, I'm not going to lie. For those of you that don't know, back when Tom and I were doing the show on Spotify, when the Matthew Stafford trade went down, the week that happened, Tom and I came into the studio, and we both agreed, and we both went public with the Rams were going to win the Super Bowl this year. Here we are. I'm not going to lie. We did not predict the Bengals. I don't know if we predicted the Bengals to make the playoffs, but we got the Rams and we won that. Absolutely fantastic. It was really amazing to see kind of, you know, as the playoffs progressed, even the regular season, but as the playoffs progressed, seeing the Rams make it one more round and one more round. And then finally it got down to the Super Bowl game of Rams Bengals and, I was kind of all week just like, I think we pulled this off, Tom. I think we predicted it right. I didn't think the the Bengals had a chance. And, Tom, what did we say during the show? If the Bengals lose this game, it's going to be because of the O-line, and here we are. Yeah, no, I think the only thing in age better than our summer podcast was probably the podcast we did on Friday right before the episode. And I'll tell you what, I felt like my credibility was on the line. I know it realistically wasn't, and that... You know, I don't have credibility, Um, but if I did, it was on the line as I walked around my campus telling anyone and everyone who would listen to me or even just ask me about the Super Bowl, well, here's why they're not going to win. And I I always hate to be that guy, right, to be the, well, if you look at the DVOA of the two teams, like I hate being that guy, (laughs) but I am that guy. It's my soul. Like I am that person. And so that was me. What the DVOA is would suggest, um, but I was right. Like it felt really good to be right. Uh, at America's expense, because America 100% wanted uh, the the Bengals to win. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I did see a lot of people saying, oh, the Bengals have to win. They've made it this far. There's no way they don't. And every time, I, I'm not going to lie, I did feel a little bad going, well, they're pretty evenly matched as of right now, except for this area that is arguably the most important area on the field that never gets talked about. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's literally what we said. I feel like we could have probably screamed it from the heavens and been like, hey, this is the thing that nobody cares about, and we care about it, and nobody listened. Yeah, absolutely, because <laughs> this is back when, when they did the draft and everybody was going, oh, do they take the receiver or do they take the lineman? And all season long, it was like, well, this is the one time that it looked like, you know, taking the receiver was the right move, but for those that watched the – uh the last play there, if you get the right camera angle, Jamar actually had Jalen Ramsey on the ground streaking down the sideline for what definitely would have been a game-winning touchdown as Burrow was getting sacked. So it's almost prophetic that it just happened to come through in the final play of the final game and it truly mattered most that that graphic pre-draft of uh, you know, Joe Burrow in the backfield and then it was... Sewell at lineman throwing to anyone a receiver or anyone at lineman with Burrow on the ground and throwing nothing to chase. And it finally came true. It just took the last play of the season. Yeah, no, I mean, it really did. Uh, I saw that meme briefly kind of, I don't know if a meme can go trending on Twitter, but that meme made a, a circulation on Twitter and it justified me 
absolutely yelling. I think Tony remembers this. We were in studio in person together, yelling at the top of my lungs about yep. the fact that they're going to get Joe Burrow killed. And all season long, I think I looked like the world's biggest idiot. And then, you know, at the last second possible, I was validated on everything. I'm pretty sure that's the loudest I've ever heard you in that studio to this day. Yeah, and I mean, part part bit, part Stephen A. bit, and part me being genuinely frustrated that the Panthers yep. then, you know, Pan- I really wanted him to go to the Panthers, so I was just very angry about the whole experience. Um, <laughs> but I'm looking back at the episodes, Tony, and we may actually have done this in June. Really? We pulled it that early? Was That, that was pre-Stafford trade, right? Yeah, so I believe we did the playoffs. Was it pre-Stafford? I don't think it was pre-Stafford. I thought Stafford was like, or late June, I guess I should say. It depends on when. Late June, early July is when I remember it happening. It's a long time ago, though. What's the episode date that we might have got it? It was, it's so, he was traded in January 30th of 2021. What? Wow, I'm way off then. All right. Yeah, I remembered it being in snow. I was a little confused when you were like it was in June, but. um, I thought it was late. So we finished our deep dives, our divisional deep dives, on, in June. And so there's an episode titled the AFC South Deep Dive, where I believe once we completed that, we then did the playoffs. So I think it was June, if you can believe it. Wow. I may need to change the hashtag from hashtag since August to hashtag since June. Yeah, hey, we got to get those two extra months in. <laughs> we, need to, we need to make t-shirts and just wear them around proudly and whenever <laughs> anyone asks oh i did a podcast i nailed the super bowl pick experts and yep. uh, experts upon experts predicted things but i was right because i'm an expert now yeah absolutely now we have credibility now we can actually put credibility on the line because we have some amassed a small amount but some nonetheless <laughs> yeah no the model gets so much credibility too off of this two and oh in the super bowl yeah that is absolutely amazing i I don't even think you, if you could have like asked for what the model could do, I don't even think you could have asked for it to do this well. Oh Lord, no, no, this is exceeding my wildest expectations. Was I believe the preseason pick for the model was Rams Bills, and yep. I can't tell you how close we got to Rams Bills. It feels like so. We I'm were, super proud we right of that. There. No, super that's proud of that. definitely awesome. We were. Yeah. We were all right there on the uh, on the Rams pick all the way back in June. How money is that? Uh, it feels so great. I think I just won a second ring by realizing it was in June. Yeah, you have two <laughs> rings now. You're back to back. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have more rings than Rodgers. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Okay. More rings than Carolina. Ah, very true. <laughs> Here's the soul. <laughs> um, okay, but we didn't we didn't do an episode to then pat ourselves back, uh, pat ourselves on the back for ten straight minutes. We did have a reason for being here. So, uh, as you in the audience, I'm sure know there are these memes, not memes, I guess, but images on Twitter that's like build your team with ten dollars, and then at least. Four quarterbacks, four running backs, four wide receivers, and four tight ends. You know, and w- the best quarterback is four dollars. The second, third, the you know, the next one, two, and so on and so forth for all of those players. And so Tony sent me one in our group chat that we're in with Campbell Jones, and I just looked at it. I'm like, this isn't very good. Uh, so I want to read off for you now. Tony and I are going to build our teams, and then we're going to build you a better one with the model because I think it got, I think it made it a little bit more interesting to do it with the model, the uh, Super Bowl championship predicting model. Yes. That'll, that's its title now. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> it's like royalty. Like you get a title. 
Oh, um, okay. okay. So we're knighting the model. Yeah, I'm I'm knighting the model. <laughs> okay, so Mahomes is the four dollar quarterback. Brady's three. Aaron Rodgers is two, and then Russell Wilson is one. And then Henry is four, Cook is three, Jones is two, and Chubb is one. That's Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry. Shouldn't really need explanation. Uh, then Tyreek Hill is the $4 wide receiver. Uh, Adams is the three wide receiver. Hopkins is the two. And then Diggs is the one. Uh, and then after that, in the tight end, you have Kelsey for four, Kittle for three, Darren Waller, the Las Vegas Raiders tight end. For those of you who don't like get diehard football, uh, he's the Raiders tight end. And then TJ Hawkinson, he's the Lions tight end. He's a really good tight end, and he's you know he plays for the Lions, so nobody talks about him. Absolutely, it's just like Stafford. Yeah, no Stafford until he went to LA. Took him one year, man. One one year. That's part of that's the Michigander part of me that just died a little bit. Yep. I mean, you know it's bad when all of the Michigan stores are selling Detroit Rams memorabilia. I may get some at this point. Yeah, I mean, you might as well. There should be a Twitter account for that. Um, but anyway, so Tony, what was your team? What what team did you build? Well, when I was looking at this one, I know we're probably going to disagree on this, but I. I'm going to take Rodgers, and with Rodgers, I have to take Adams just because their chemistry is so good, uh, and I think Adams is the best receiver in the league. So I'm going to take those guys. Rodgers is two. Adams is three. Uh, even if you don't like Rodgers, think he's the best, I think he's too good of a value at two, honestly. So I'm going to take Rodgers, two. Adams at $3. That's put me at five. So then after that, I'm going to take I'm going to take Cook at running back for another three. Puts me at eight. And then Waller at tight end for the two. So that. That's that's my team. I'm gonna go Rogers, Cook, Adams, Waller for an even ten dollars. I don't want to be like unoriginal or anything, but I also took Rogers and Adams. I mean, you so. kind of have to, right? Like Rogers is too good of a value at two dollars, and their chemistry together is too good to pass up for Adams at the three. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that Rogers at two is just a scam. Um, yeah. So then, so that was. A combination for five dollars, and then I took Kelsey for four because I just wanted to splurge on the tight end position, and then Chubb at one because Chubb is a bit of a steal at one, in my opinion. Yeah, I do think that Chubb is a bit of a steal at one. I don't like Henry being at four. I do want to throw that out there. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it either. But so we went. So Tony and I were like, "What would the model build? What team would it build?" Um, and I believe the model ended up spitting back. It would want Brady, Henry. And then it became too expensive <laughs> because the model's a fancy model. It, yes, it, it doesn't it's want those $1 model. running packs. No, so, it's designer. It's won two Super Bowls. <laughs> exactly. So it decided to uh, – we decided to shuffle it and then we just said, you know what? We're just going to make a new one and see what people think of it. So this was the models. Uh, I don't know if it's – I don't know what you want to call these, Tony. A build-your-own-team? Yeah, call it a, like a, build, a build-your-own-graphic. Okay, yeah, so build your own graphic. We decided to make our, the models build your own graphic, and we're going to do our own team live on the air. So we had Brady at the four, Dak at three, Rodgers at two, and Mahomes at one. Keep in mind, those are pure passer ratings, so it doesn't factor in the run game as much as I'd like it to. I think it, it does flip Rodgers and Dak and makes Brady and Rodgers that much closer together. Uh, for running backs, then had Derek Henry at, at, at the four, uh, Jonathan Taylor at the three, Chubb at the two, and Penny at the one. Uh, for wide receivers, Cup was at four, Adams was at three, Jefferson was at two, and then Chase was at one. Chase, bargain buy, I'll tell you that right now. Uh, and then Andrews was four, Kelsey's at the three, Kittle's at the two, and then Gronk of all people.
<laughs> well, I do think that if we're looking at like difficulty of, you know, it's tough to kind of split up your $10 or whatever it is. I do think that that's a way better list. It does make it a lot more difficult. But at the end of the day, no matter who you go with, that is an electric team. So do you want to go first and give off your uh, your four guys? I do. I, I can go right now. So I have Rodgers as my $2 buy at quarterback, Chase as a $1 buy wide receiver, Taylor as a $3 buy at running back, and then that is currently a total of $6. So I have Andrews as my tight end. And the goal here, we, Tony and I talked about this a little bit before the show, I wanted to pick youth because like I'm looking at this as hey, I can I have the chance to build a team and I want to do it young and be good forever. But you know what? If I have a dollar left in the quarterback between Mahomes and Rodgers, I'm just going to spend it on Rodgers. Yeah, absolutely. That's it's a heck of a team. I uh, we talked about this beforehand. I have to disagree with the Chase pick. Yes, he's an absolute value pick. But I can't. I just. I can't give up the Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers chemistry that they have. I think it's just. It's too good. I mean, it's good. Like I said, you know, I went for for cheapness and for youth. And Chase True. is incredibly cheap and incredibly young and has a super bright future. You know, if if Chase, you're right. Adams is one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. And he, you know, Chase would be lucky to get where Adams can be. But I think that Chase will get there, so I'd, I'd rather have him as young. That's why I also, you know, I took Taylor and Andrews is because those guys are surprisingly, in the case of Andrews, anyway, for me, surprisingly young. And then Taylor's obviously just in his second year, so he's still got a couple of good prime years in him. That's what I, I built this team to have Chase and Andrews left over, but Taylor and Rodgers would really be the life of your Super Bowl window as long as you have those two together. Yeah, I guess, does this change your opinion at all? I have I have a couple stats brought up before we got in the show. I went on to Pro Football Reference. And uh, looking at the comparison between Adams and Chase, even if you want to take out, you know, that it's Rodgers throwing or whatever, if you look at these two guys, Devontae Adams' catch percentage is 72.8%, which is obviously very good. Cooper Cup is the only one that's better. Uh, the only... Well, it looks like there's two or three guys that are better. Regardless, 72.8%. What do you think Jamar Chase's is? Oh, God, it's like 60, isn't it? I heard the stat before the Super Bowl. It's 63.3%. And, yes, you can chalk a lot of that up to Jamar Chase gets a lot more of the good, like the deep, deep balls. So there is that. His catch percent is going to be lower. But almost 10% is sizable. It is, and my thinking is that, one, Rodgers will probably improve the ball a little bit more and help out in that area, but two, Chase is young, and you know there was that, that weird, quirky news story, like, oh my god, Chase can't catch the ball because the ball is colored different than it is in college, and he's going to be a colossal bust, you know, so he's obviously improved since that, and I, don't, I honestly don't even think that story was real, but I digress, so I think Chase can improve sizably. I'd be curious to go back and see Adam's catch percentage over the years. I'll, I'll look that up, actually. That would be good to look at because I know Adams didn't actually break out until like, yeesh, till maybe he was like twenty four or five, something like that. Yeah, the worst got, thing is Panthers could have had him. Well, yeah, but then you play the backwards game of every team could have no, had the greatest sure. team ever. For sure, I just I will lament that because it wasn't that we just had him; we also worked him out too. Yeah, there's a lot of times that you get the player that's close. I would Hurts. rather have. Pretty much 
I think if you were to go back to the Jordan Love draft, I'd rather have anybody else from the first round. Yeah, no, that's that one's really <laughs> obvious though. I think everyone saw that one coming. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. Adams is a little different. That needed to see it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, so I have his his catch percentages pulled up. Higher or lower than Jamar Chase's rookie year is is Adams' rookie year. Rookie year, so Jamar Chase sixty three point three. Devontae Adams in his rookie year. I'm going to go lower. I'm going to go in the 50s. Yeah, 57.6. Are you looking at it? No, I'm not. But I just mm. remember watching Devontae. Because mm. back in the day, Devontae's first year was a lot like Kevin King, where everybody, he wasn't very good and everybody wanted to get rid of him. How'd that turn and out? Now I just, <laughs> yeah, now I just like to make fun of that because I never made that claim. I'll keep making it about King, though. I don't see anything out of him. But Okay, so let me read off the rest of his percentage. So, in his sophomore year, he actually had a bit of a backslide to 53.2%, and his yards per target decreased by almost two whole yards. Um, and then his junior not actually his junior, but his second, his third year in the league, 62 completion percentage, his yards per catch actually jumped up to 8.2. Next year, 63.2%, 7.6 yards per catch, 65.7%, uh, and then 8.2 yards per catch, 65.4%, 7.9. And then obviously, like his really big 2020 year that was arguably his best year ever, he had a 77.2 completion percentage, or catch percentage, I should, should say. 9.2 yards per target and then this year he declined a little bit because 77.2 is kind of inhuman um, to 72.8 which uh, then had a 9.2 yards per target attached yeah a real a real fall off you know oh so horrible you hate to see it one minute yeah. in his prime the next just trash gone like the wind only to sub 73 percent only to make 20 to 25 million dollars a year <laughs> <laughs> if only <laughs> but anyway so that's why i feel good about picking chases because i know that especially in the nfl wide receivers typically have a relatively low catch rate and then they proceed to get dramatically better yeah no i you know you can't go wrong with the pick yeah I, you can't go wrong with anybody on this list i don't think it's it's so hard to say like what team is objectively better i mean we could do it right now if you want to tony i mean we um, can try you want me to well, give mine yeah so give yours and i'll i'll try and and manage and produce the show while also okay talking. we'll see how this goes horribly all right <laughs> so at my wide at my quarterback one i'm gonna take rogers again two dollar value is just too good at my running back, I'm actually going to – I would say skimp out and take the cheaper guy, but I genuinely believe this is one of the most slept-on players in the NFL. I'm taking Rashad Penny, and I don't feel bad about it at all. I love the idea that you're skimping out with like some of the best in the league. Yeah, no, my $1 <laughs> guy is averaging the most yards per attempt in the NFL, including quarterbacks. He's so trash. No, he's not. <laughs> no, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, no, all the people that keep saying that I hate it. But all right, moving on to my wide receiver. I'm, I'm going to take Adams, $3. Uh, that puts me at 6 and I'm going to finish out with Mark Andrews as my $4. He's my big spender, uh, my big spending tight end. All right, this may take a second. So walk me through your process there. I am curious. Process of what? Just picking Just, the team? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, start, okay. with, start with your first guy, the first one that was the most obvious to you, and then, you know, move, from, move on from there. 
the most obvious guy for me was Rogers uh, MVP season uh, again. He's only two dollars. I don't. I don't think you can pass up a guy, even if you think Mahomes is better. That extra, you know, dollar two would I forget which one it is 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 big down the line. So I'm I like to stick at the two the two dollar guy for my quarterback. Usually, it just happened to be Rogers. Uh, for my running back, this is a take that I've had for quite a while now. That Rashad Penny is one of the best running backs in the league. He. I just think he's too good to pass up. If you take, if you look up the NFL rushing uh, leaders on Pro Football Reference, they do have a yards per attempt filter, and if you do filter it down, he's actually tied with Josh Allen, number one, at six point three yards per attempt. The next closest guy of any position is Lamar Jackson at five point eight yards per attempt. So I do think that even though the volume isn't uh, super there, Rashad Penny does only have seven hundred and forty nine yards and six touchdowns. He is doing a whole lot of work with the attempts that he is getting. So I really, really like that. It would, of course, depend on, you know, what your, uh, what your offensive line is looking like that he can work behind if he can maintain that. But I mean, he's on Seattle now, so he's not playing behind the best O line in the league by any means. So I think if you give him an average, an average O line, he's a phenomenal running back that just needs more carries. But uh, other than that, I do really like Adams as my receiver. Again, I think he's the best in the NFL. Uh, overall, I do think he's better than Cooper Cup for sure. I also do love that you know he's with Rodgers. We know what they can do together. There have been plenty of stories told by Rodgers of you know they'll go and they'll see a coverage on the defense, and Rodgers will just look at him and he'll immediately know exactly what route to run. They'll be on the same page. They are just electric together. And finally, Mark Andrews, if you pull up the NFL receiving. Uh, yards metric again mark andrews is actually the number six leading receiver in the nfl including receivers the next closest tight end is travis kelsey and he's a little over 200 yards behind uh mark andrews has an almost 70 percent completion percentage on the season he's been absolutely he's been an absolute monster all year so i think if you give him uh, a quarterback that can actually throw the ball extremely well not just lamar jackson he's going to do just that much better and tom i do have to actually interject here Breaking news from NFL, the Vikings are finalizing a deal with the Rams OC, Kevin O'Connell, to become Minnesota's next head coach. Real shocker. Yeah, and that is from Rappaport. Could okay, have been so the enemy, yeah. but here we are. You know what, though? Like, I do understand that because – I guess I don't understand that because I – Somebody should hire Eric Bieniemy. Someone needs to hire Eric Bieniemy, and people on Twitter need to stop saying that it's because Eric Bieniemy did some stupid things in his twenties. Every person alive, I think, has done stupid things in their twenties. Um, yeah, and it I am twenty, and I can already check that box. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I mean, just the comparison. I got into it in the weeds. I, I really shouldn't. It's it's something I need to stop doing. But on Twitter, I was like, "Hey." Eric Bannemi's track record is not that bad. Mike Vrabel has a better track record. I mean, has a worse track record than Bannemi, and look who's the head coach. Um, you know, I mean, like, seriously, uh, Vrabel has a, a slew, I think, of more, or, uh, not crimes, but more serious incidents. Um, so it's it's just, it's baloney. Go, uh, go Flores. But anyway, so good job filibustering for me, Tony. You did very well. So I have, I have, <laughs> calculated everything i have summed the totals and i'm here to present okay. who is the better gm who used their ten dollars better that's it it's me 
Oh, of course. The guy that runs the models, the better GM. How much better are you, quote unquote? Okay, so we picked Rogers, who ended up being 225, so that's 225 for each of us. Okay. And then we both picked Andrew, so that's another 81 for both of us. Okay. Where we deviated, so you won the wide receiver battle by a yep. huge margin. Adams is 106 and Chase is 83. Where I got you is you took Penny, who's 142. I took Taylor, who's 185. So okay. that total... So you're- yeah, let's get the totals. Uh, so the total, you have 554, and I have 574. Okay. I can accept that, though, because I know that Penny is like a super underground pick even for the model just because his his volume's not there, but his efficiency is through the roof. If there's a human – I can't say that. It's not a human being. Um, if there's a thing on earth, on this earth that would actually take Penny, though, it would be the model. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, that is true. The model is one for hot takes, but it has a great tracker with hot takes. Yes, it does. Okay, let me see the. Let me try and find the winning percentage. I didn't really. I didn't think to do that until just now. So, does the model look at yards per attempt like in a rusher? I forget if it does or not. It sort of does by penalizing for each attempt taken by a okay. significant by a slight point total, and then calculating the yards. Okay. So yes and no. Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> like to see. I would definitely like to see Penny get more uh, production in the coming years, and with this whole, you know, nobody knows where Russell Wilson is going to go. This past season, also with the, kind of the quarterback carousel that was Seattle, uh, with Russell Wilson being injured, it gave a little bit of instability for Penny. But mm-hmm. I do think that given everything that he had to deal with this year behind that O line, that's you know. Not as historically bad as it was a couple of years ago, but still not awesome. I do think that uh, he's just too good to pass up at one dollar. I know that's a really, really hot take, but I would love to have him on my team if he can get pretty much a, like an average guaranteed six yards per carry. Yeah, no, I mean, and part of I think the skepticism of him is that he only played ten games, so it reduces the probability that he came up against a tough defense. And Tony, maybe this is this is an this is something you should research. Honestly, research this take. Um, but we'll, we'll conclude. So if all things were even between our two teams, except for the four um, offensive players that we just paid for, I'd love to do this with defensive players another time. Um, oh, yeah. But all things equal, except for those four, I would have a 53% chance to win the game. Ooh, I, I do like how close it is. Yeah, I mean, 20 points is, is not a significant margin, but uh, the model is correct about 58, well, 59% of the time in a 50 to 59% game. Those are classified as toss-ups, so does pretty well for toss-ups, all things considered. Okay, I like my chances. I'm betting on my team. Yeah, I'm betting on my team. See you on the gridiron. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you with the guy that can't catch an NFL ball. Uh, yeah, you know what? Tell him, t- uh, tell that to his his awards. Hey, as long as Jalen Ramsey's not guarding him, and as long as Eli Apple's not in my team at all, I'll be okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, really. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate it. We'll see you Friday. See you guys.